Welcome back to Two C's with a pod. Um, well, Matt, our topic for today just simply there's a, comes a time where you got to read the room. Very important. And I don't think that the topic that we had on the agenda for today is, uh, uh, yeah, it's just not going to play. Um, no. You know, and I think a lot of times too, man, we get on here and we have an idea of what we want to talk about. And, you know, I think what we were going to talk about, well, shoot, man, even 24 hours ago from recording this uh, probably would have been pretty entertaining, would have been funny. Uh, we would have had some intel and some, uh, you know, scenarios that we could play out. Um, sure. But, uh, you know, as we record this at uh, five o'clock central on Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023, um, our world kind of changed. And so, um, you know, we don't don't really feel like. Uh, a topic of NFL or fish or new year's resolutions or, you know, the stuff that we normally get on here and, and talk about is, um, is very relevant today or quite frankly, like you said, appropriate. Um, right. you know, I think that we join, um, everybody else and, you know, raising up this young man and, um, you know, just hoping that, uh, that injury that we saw in, on the field in Cincinnati is, um, you know, turns out for the best. So I'll, I'll turn it over to you and then, um, you know, kind of get your thoughts and where, you know, we were all kind of group texting last night, you, me and, uh, Kelly HR, um, yeah, kind of, uh, kind of our disdain for, uh, for both of these teams. And then, uh, it was, kind it, 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 it turned serious too quick and, uh, it was kind of like, Whoa. It, it, right. And, and it's exactly what happened here is what happened as it was going on. Right. As we were having some fun, talking some trash about both of these teams, both of their fans, you know, the kind of competitive stuff you do <clears throat> around sports, which is fun, you know, and what makes it fun. And then life happens, you know, and I think it's important, you know, to, to like put it in perspective on like everyone, like, everyone has trauma, you know, in their life, you know, and, and, you know, we kind of push through it, you know, we work through it at times, you know, whether it's when we're young, whether it's, you know, happened yesterday or whatever it was, you know, and it's interesting because, you know, I, I think the conversation now has turned to like, how do you move on? You know, how do you go forward? You know, and I do think that at some point you you go back to work, you know, and you go back to what you do in a, in a normal scenario. Now, obviously, that was terribly inappropriate to do yesterday. Um, it reminded me of a scenario that happened in the European Championships in soccer um where a guy just collapsed on the field um, um very sim similar in the sense of it, it you know he 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 needed cpr on the field he actually needed this is something we didn't talk about that was confirmed later on was that they actually used the paddles you know on on um damar on the field yes last night they did the same thing with christian erickson um was the player's name and I just hope that the same result happens in that he's he played Christian Erickson played in the World Cup last summer, you know, a guy who literally and I, and I hate to I don't it sounds terrible to say, but he he died on the field, you know, I mean, and this is what's happened to this man, you know, last night and, he, you know, a year later, he was playing at the same level now. 
football is a totally different sport. And I think this is a little bit of a different injury when it comes to impact and things like that. So I don't know if this is something, um, you know, that you play soon from forever. So did Christian Erickson, did he have underlying like un, un, um, uncovered cardiac, you know, I, I, or... I wish I knew more someone who would do some actual research about um, and, uh, and spend some time, you know, a professional here would, would definitely know better on that. I don't think, uh, let me say, I don't think he had ever had any issues, mm-hmm. but I think that yes, after it happened, they discovered an issue. Whereas this is seems to be at least and speculate speculating about it even now is really ridiculous and silly and we're not doctors but it does it does seem to be impact related you know and and that changes things but 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 on a again a a basic human level it is incredibly sad it's incredibly um sad for the family and what i i just hope and for the last i've heard you know he's at least you know kind of settling and you know hopefully it's a long road in front of him but i just hope you know he's at the the you know the start of that you know and then i don't think that that was guaranteed last night at the time you know yeah well yeah and i think that part of the issue too is that you know he's in critical condition um you know and so it's kind of one of those things where you know i went back to I was in the arena in 1999 and this is a, also a completely different, this was an accident, but when Owen Hart fell from the rafters at Kemper arena and, no. you know, ultimately was, you know, later reports were, you know, dead on impact. They doing the same thing, trying to revive him, you know, and then, um, you know, that, and I, I think too, that, you know, a lot of people want to criticize Vince McMahon and the WWF for how they handled that. Very uncharted at that time. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I think that, I guess, you know. Because they just pushed through, right? I mean, yeah, you, they, you, they had the matches yeah, afterwards. Everything absolutely, kind of, yeah. Right. Yeah, they had, the, they had the matches. And, like, I, I remember, um, you know, I mean, the, I listened to some podcasts and stuff like that. Jeff Jarrett has a podcast and – um him and Conrad Thompson were talking and he was like, yeah, I was the next match. And he was like one of Owen Hart's best friends. I had the next match. And after that match, I had to go back and tell the rest of the locker room to avoid that corner where he fell because he broke the ring. Right. So think about that. You got this human element that you got to, you're processing one of your best friends is dying and you got to go tell your coworkers like, Hey guys, be careful over in that corner because the ring's not stable because our buddy just crashed through it and died, you know? And so like, but I, the, the thing is, is what, you know, I think when you, when you go through something like that is that you kind of pick up things like when there's a normal, you know, not to minimize these things, but a concussion or dude breaks his leg or, um, you know, the, Mike Utley, you know, you get the thumbs up and, you know, the yeah. Dennis, uh, Dennis Bird, yeah. they talked about him. That yeah. I forgot that was against the Chiefs. Yeah, that, the, was, I, that was at a game I was at. I'd forgotten completely about that. Yeah. You, yeah, you see those and there's a different, there's a different rhythm to the way that the medical people react and just kind of the way that people were reacting last night. You could kind of tell, like I started get and then you start seeing the long shots and you see the players, like you see 
the first one I noticed was like Sean McDermott, the coach, like crying. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, maybe this is more serious, but like this, the hit was not something to where you're like pretty innocuous. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, I've seen, I saw some, I saw some plays over the weekend in college football that, that you know, some targeting and non-targeting and things like that that were, you know, like uh, Marvin Harrison's kid got yeah. lit up with what was called a non-targeting and which is right which all look worse and look so much worse than something like this to where you know my and one of my reactions was like oh i bet he got i bet higgins helmet came up underneath and popped him in the chin yeah and then he got up and his blood pressure dropped real quick and then that's what dropped him and then he hit his head when he fell and knocked himself out that was kind of where i was going and then you know, when you're hearing CPR, you're like, um, they don't do CPR when you're knocked or a out. Concussion or knocked you know, out. and no. stuff like that. And so yeah. then you're, and then you start replaying all of the, all of the stuff like the the Owen Hart thing, where yeah, you yeah, know, they, you see how, you know, you're like, like with Owen Hart being in the the arena, you know, we didn't have access to the pay per view live feed, where the announcer's like, this isn't part of the show. Right. You know, we're all like, okay, because the character was kind of a goof. Yeah. You know, and I think they said that there was something where he was supposed to come down. He was going to rappel down from the roof, and then there wasn't going to be enough cord. And so he was going to be like two or three feet off the off be- the ring, and right. his opponent's going to come out and basically bat him around like a pinata for a little bit, and then he's going to fall off. And, Right. And then, you know, that's that's a stunt. Well, you know, you don't really know that. And then you don't know, okay, this character's a goof. Is this part of the show? You know, that type of stuff. Yeah, good point. I mean, in some ways, the K-Fab, right? That's what it's called. Yes. K-Fab, brother. K-Fab. Um, th- this, in some ways, in that scenario, for the audience, maybe eases the, the situation a little bit. Although, I mean, it, it, you don't know if there's ease in not knowing but in some ways, not knowing or or at least going, well, this could be part of the act. You know, you do kind of maybe there's a level of going through it. And again, I think the times are different I, I and sports are different and things are, are you know, I, I if, if you saw, I think it was the interesting the reaction, you know, you saw Stefan Diggs, you know, they said, hey, we're going to play this game. I said, well, we got to get ready to play this yeah. game. And so you saw Stefan Diggs like going listen, like we, you know, we still have to go out here and do our jobs. And again, I think that that's, and that goes back to what you said about these wrestlers, you know, the human beings are incredibly, incredibly resilient. I see it in kids every day, you know, like, and, and adults too, like, and it's, it's sad in a sense. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's something to be like, like in awe, but we do have a tendency to like the shock of things that happen in our lives. Like we do, kind of find a way through it and sometimes maybe it's not healthy even either you know like you do need to step back and you know you do need to like take time and process but like there's also something to being said of like moving and just doing your job again you know and i hear that from the players that i've talked to you know they talked to joe valerio on the radio today joe valerio was who was blocking dennis bird when he had the paralyzed you know play and you know he's like it was, you know, incredible. And you run through every emotion of like, I could have done this different, you know, if I would have literally just, you know, if I would have let him sack, you know, the quarterback, if I wouldn't have kind of lunged that mm-hmm. one little bit, you know, that pushed him one, you know, second off his run, you know, so like there's, 
you know, but on the flip side, he he went back out and they played football, you know, right after that, that they watched a guy, you know, be carted off paralyzed, you know, and I don't mean to, like we've talked about with Mike Gutley or anything else. There's a level of when CPR and you stop breathing gets involved, that is beyond paralyzed. Yeah that is beyond anything but it's still got to be jarring and he said it you know there's like and i heard mitchell swartz i think on the radio today talk a little bit about it as well as like you you're the first few plays are weird you know when something that bad happens sure. you know and you see a friend a teammate or anyone that you're playing against even too and then weirdly your your brain just goes back to what you've always done you know i've you know yeah and i think that part of it too is that you know, we take, we take sports too seriously. Of course, um, you know, These and I think that, that are it, worried about their fantasy teams. Yeah. Like I honestly, I have been so worried about my fantasy team and I've got no money. I've got two. We were talking about it in the green room. We'll call it the green room about fantasy beefs and things like that and how silly. And we're, we're getting to this point of like how silly that is in retrospect yeah. of life. Like I heard, I seen people saying your fantasy team doesn't matter. I thought, of course it doesn't matter. Are there people that <laughs> yeah. are caring about fantasy Well, Yeah, right exactly. Now? Like, like People and, like, and literally an hour, 30 minutes before that, Andy, I was watching that game, of course, for the Chiefs' sake, but a lot of it had to do with in this other league I'm in that's, again, free as can be still, I, I, I'm i in the playoffs and I need Joe Mixon to do something. So I'm like, come on, you know. Don't now, throw the ball to T. Higgins. Give it to right, Joe Mixon. <laughs> exactly. The minute this happened, though, I mean, I, I literally – it never even clicked in my head to even go to my fantasy side or think thought about fantasy for a second. And that has to be the, the general yeah. un understanding of everyone. You heard it from the announcer. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just expecting a refund on my DraftKings bet, you know, like, yeah. I mean, you don't really go relax. Who you, cares, you really you don't know, go like, there, but yeah. Or, or, or you at least have to, it, we joke about the joke of like too soon. Right. But it's, that is literally, you know, yeah. it still is too soon to talk. That's why the NFL has not, they've said, hey, I think they've made it pretty clear that they're not going to play this game next week, you know, or, or before next week happens. But they haven't said what they're going to do because they're in this uncharted, like you said, uncharted waters of like what, what to do. Well, and, you know, it would, I mean, I'd, Although they I, should have had a better plan. They do have a, you know. I, I don't know. I mean, I I think there's a lot of things that you can do, but I think the first thing, I don't think they can make a, I think this is going to be a player-led thing. I think the Bills, and, good, and to a lesser Bengals, extent, sir. the Bengals and the, sure. the rest of the players will let them know when they're going to play. And I think that that's completely fair. Oh. Um, so I, I don't, I actually don't have an issue whatsoever with the, um, it, how any of this was handled. Last no, night. no. And although I, I know that um, the five-minute thing is getting talked about well, a lot. I think that I, that five-minute thing is just protocol. I think when yeah. there's a long delay, it's a okay, guys. You got five minutes to warm back up, and then I think that at some point, whether it be Sean McDermott, his Zach Taylor, um, the position coaches, the players themselves, that somebody said five minutes, uh, no. You know, yeah, we need I, we need longer than that, and then I think that it was kind of one of those things where the, it's kind of the look. This is the protocol, but you know that's the protocol when Alex Smith breaks his leg, and it right. takes a while to immobilize him and get him off the field. I think that's the protocol, but then I think that at some point, you got to set the protocol aside and go. Hold on, 
this is you, this is you, a life and death situation. We're going to go ask these men to go out here and play this physical, violent, emotional game. And if their heads aren't in it, if their heads aren't right, if they're not in the right mental and emotional space to do this, we risk even more catastrophic. Issues. The injuries, just the yeah, it's yeah. just not. This it was wasn't and so you know. Anyway, I mean, the question. Although I will say this, not just with something like this, but the idea that if that an NFL game could be stopped in the middle of it is a very like is something you would think in some ways surely has happened. Whether it was a weather situation whether it was, you know, whatever it is. And you almost say to yourself that not not like you almost don't want to plan for this because this is so horrific that like you you don't assume that it's going you don't even want to assume it's well, going to happen. What what your plan is, is that, hey, if you can't finish a game, here is the protocol for what happens for, you know, moving forward, because well, there has to there has to be something. Yeah, I mean, everything's every organization every company has catastrophic plans right like i, I remember sitting in with the banks uh, with the bank that i worked with uh, that okay what happens if you know this building is destroyed by a tornado yeah the what money happens, goes up with it right what happens if you know um there's a terror, if there's a oceans 11 attack? you get oceans 11 what what happens if you know so i, I do remember catastrophic scenarios being discussed and protocols and plans being put in place. Yeah. Um, and we don't you know, know. I mean, that's and the, the other weird part. thing is, is like, you know, the Buffalo Bills this year have had, I think, two or three games oh impacted gosh. by weather. So right. True. So they had to they had to move to Detroit and then they had to fly home late from Chicago. So, I mean, th those contingency plans are in place. Um, they've just been very impacted, you know, by these things. And so, you know, I, 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 I don't, I don't have an issue. I think that, you know, the right decisions were made. Yeah. I thought that uh, ESPN did a really, really good job. Um, I think yeah. that uh, McFarlane did, uh, you know, was kind of the first voice of reason, I guess, where he's like, all right, we're moving further away from football game, closer to life and death. And the further we get away from football game, like whoever needs to do it, I don't remember the exact quote, but he's like, NFL, NFL, PA, let's just call it. Yeah, you know, we, it has we, to be. It we ain't here to play football tonight. Like, you know, Joe, yeah, Joe and, and it Troy was don't... interesting to see kind of just the, I think humans, humans again, just come to these kind of <clears throat> emotions and, and moments as it goes throughout, you know? So, like, um, when, uh, and like Ryan, Clark I think you and... saw it on Twitter. You saw it on Twitter. You saw it on um, the announcers, the way they were speaking about it. It just slowly kind of got to a point where, like, okay this game isn't happening well like, so like it, you know yeah some of the people that i've talked to like my uh, my sister and my wife were, were both like you know i kept saying things like man these announcers are shook and they both are like i think he's dead yeah. like i think he's dead and they can't announce it yet because of you know next of kin notifications and stuff like that and i'm like i don't know i just don't see that and our world of social media man like you just it, it would leak out it would it would get out if, uh, yeah and were, I, I think here's here's and again this is all just speculation and all just like i mean I, but i do think i was when they said that his mom which again when when we go through these things and obviously you you just are so 
you know, sad. And so, you know, thought your thoughts are with the player mm-hmm. or with anyone that goes through this type of thing. But really, you know, that's what I always say about funerals. Funerals aren't for the person that died. They're not, they don't know, you know, it's for the families, you know, it's for the people who, and the families are the ones who are dealing with, in some ways, the not even in some ways, they're dealing with the pain, right? Because at some point, like this, this man has been put out, he's, he's being reset, but, but there's family that are watching this happen, you know, live, you know, just like, then think about the feelings that we're having, watching a person out yeah. there having that happen. And it's your family member, you know what I mean? And I think it's all levels to it, right? Obviously, as a teammate, that's one level of it, you know, that's horrible, you know, just as a casual observer, as a human being, it's horrible. But as a family member, like having to see that in front of you, but I did, I took a little comfort in the fact that, and again, this is, you know, maybe all for not, I, again, I hope for the best, but like, they waited on his mom. Does that make sense? Like yeah. if you heard, remember they said they were going to have the family come down and get in the ambulance and go down. And my thought was if he was to the point of like that, where the death was, was on the table, literally like right there happening. I, I didn't think they would do that. You know, part of me was like, surely you would get someone to a hospital as fast as you could. If they didn't, you know, if they didn't get to some sort of vitals there. You know, now what I'm 100% sure of, and this is exactly the scenario with Erickson, what, you know, was that there was no pulse and no, no, you know, this, that, you know, their heart had stopped. Both of these players' heart had stopped. Now, we talked about it a little bit. And again, this is, this is where you start to hope for the, the bright sides and look for the bright sides and look for the, like, the silver linings, because that's how you humans also get through things like, being there at an NFL stadium with the top notch, you know, you know, people there. I mean, Andy, me and you could bump into, you know, this, we, we could go jog, you know, go jogging to grab our dog, bump into something the wrong way in her heart. And we're in our house, you know, with no medical assistance, no people there, you know, the top notch professionals there. So I think that's what happened with Erickson too, was that they realized that, you know, he, if with not having that quick access to, to qualified medical help right then, you know, it it may not have been. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think that the fact that they do have that attentive care that's right yeah, there. Right and, there. You know, they were able to to get him. And I want to say this, like, we need to be careful because, and I don't, I don't want, I do not want to get any kind of soapbox or like, because this is not the time where it's, it's too soon. One, one thing I kept hearing a lot of, though, and I want us to be careful about this, and I think people need to care about this, is that just because you're not seeing it, all the time in the NFL every day on Sunday doesn't mean that these type of injuries don't happen in sports, uh, like probably too much. And when, if we're losing children and this is this man, I I mean, he's a grown man, but he's 24 years old, you know, like I'm sure me and you would look at him and say, man, that kid's awesome. You know, like we would call him a kid. He's not a kid, but he's, you know, but you know what I mean? Like this is too early to lose your life over a game. And so the question I think has to be asked, like, you know, we, we have to be doing everything we can to keep people safe and careful, you know, is all. And I'm not well, saying, you know, that, I, I, you know, I, I, on this one, I think that this was, I, I mean, I, I don't think that 
this kind of feels like it was one of those things where it was it was either a fluke and that he got hit in the helmet with enough force at the exact right time. Carol was watching a, a YouTube video of a doctor that was talking about the electronics of the the heart yeah. and the rhythm they say and the it pulse. Happens and, more in baseball. They, it happens yeah. a lot in baseball. And, and you know, the thing is, is like part of the thing I had to set down is like, man, you're seeing so much information and everybody's so convincing on Twitter that you don't really know yeah. who is, you know, who you could really believe. And so like there was a player at Tulane, right? Um, that went paralyzed from playing well, football. Well, it's why um catcher's gear has changed. Yeah, so catch, that's the kind of things gear. I'm saying. Listen, yeah. I love sports. I'm not saying that we, we should end football or end any sports. I I worry, of course, I worry about Tanner. Like Tanner plays goalie, you know. I, I play goalie my whole life. You can get kicked in the head, you can dive right yeah. into the pole. I mean, there's a million ways that you can have some very, very horrible injuries in soccer. And I'm not, you know, I would never yeah. tell not to play. Like the idea is, is how can we make it safer? And sometimes, I mean, let's be honest, like, dude, we probably need to, because doesn't it feel a little icky when we get mad now? Like today's a perfect day to go. Maybe we shouldn't quite jump on these refs or the, the league trying no, to make gonna, it safer. I'm not going to, I'm listen, I'm not, I'm not saying a thing about the refs. Um, yeah. you know, I mean, they did okay last night. Everybody else did great. The refs, they were, they were fine. <laughs> yeah, no, but you, you, you know what I'm saying? No, like, I'm not, I'm not backing a... off that today, Matt. No, I don't care. <laughs> But, but, you know, so, so it is that level of like, we have to, because again, we get so mad at these unnecessary roughness calls. We get so mad at these things. We go, it's football, you know, they're making football so soft now. And like, then a moment like this happens that you go now, again, this wasn't a dangerous hit. I know it's a fluky thing, but bottom line is this, it was still pretty, pretty violent, you know? And, and the question becomes, can, can you make either the pad safer can you can we make technology that makes the game because i don't i don't know you know just just yeah, keep working to make it safer if you keep if you want those collisions not to happen you got to take the pads off of them it's interesting because the, because the, pads, the question they've the changed pads, the helmets right yeah. and so let's see let's see like the so you and you've said about the catcher's gear right like let's see if after a while when you start to see some data on some of this new technology do you see like is there a way that you can make it yeah I, safer you know well, they just need yeah, iron I mean, man I, suits they need yeah, iron i man. think that uh you know i think the game's probably the safest it's the safest now that it's ever been it's safer today than it was it, it, so it it is a safer game now yes. now is it going to completely you know is there room for improvement sure sure my only a, my only caveat to that is is that it used to be pretty chubby not quite as athletic dudes playing this game and now and now yeah. you've got some dudes that are literally i mean they are wrecking balls yeah i mean when you have guys <laughs> well like guys like travis kelsey guys like josh allen that are that big that athletic that fast Dude, and they Kelsey are, knocked that that cornerback out last yesterday with that uh, with his thigh pad. Remember, yeah, or Sunday, are, you know. And they are running as fast as they're running, and they are having full collision impacts. Like, yeah, man, it's like Gary. these guys are huge. They're they're big. It used to be they were big or fast, but not both. Now they're both. 
That's why I ain't mad at him. Here's, I think, where we can't agree. Get that money. Players, get your money. I ain't never getting mad. I ain't never getting well, mad like, at every, get every dime you can out of this game, at, man. Are you mad what? at Russell Wilson? No, I'm actually love Russ for this. <laughs> Thank you for really just finessing the Broncos out of just all their scrilla and just playing garbage on top of it. Listen, Manning came here and took all their money, but he took them to the Super Bowl. Like, screw that guy. Russ, big fan of Russ. Yeah. That's Let's serious. ride, baby. <laughs> Let's ride. Um, yeah, man, I I didn't mean to go there. I apologize about that. You know, serious conversation and that. And, that and that's how it all comes full circle is like we we sports is what brought us together yeah. in, in this yeah. in podcast like and and as friends just literally at, at all we we're arguing about yeah. you know magic and our, yeah and our, and our fantasy teams and, and our fantasy teams for years like so that's why, why like that's why, why it you, means so much and it's why sad. you can't ever beat matt may <laughs> Dude. my favorite thing about you is that uh, Matt May can be 0 and 11 in fantasy sports, and you will be 11 and 0, and he will beat you. I'll send you. The, I'll send you a <laughs> screenshot of what just happened yeah. this week. Your record against Matt May is four and 125. He's my Bengals, man. <laughs> He's my Bengals. I can't beat him, dude. But, well, but in dude, all seriousness, yeah, just to yeah, kind of we'll, wrap it up, man. Like uh, yeah. you know, obviously we'll You're keep. Better an, than I we're we're going to keep an eye on you know, kind of what's going on this. Cause I mean, it, I, you know, I, I, I know that I, I'm, I wanted to mention that I thought Scott Van Pelt was great. I thought Lisa Salters was great. I thought Ryan Clark was incredible. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that clip. Yes. hundred percent. I watched it all great. night. Susie, Adam so Schefter, like all of, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman. I, I, I think they, they were all, they were all amazing. Um, yeah. You know, so, so zero, you know, nothing but compliments for them. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, and I don't like this guy at all. So I'm, I'm going to lead with that. But like, I, I saw Skip Bayless's tweet and I didn't take it as offensively as everyone else did. Like, I think everyone else just kind of saw the first sentence and they, you know, the, the, he ended it with, and none of this matters or something like that. It's so irrelevant, you this know, is all I, irrelevant. yeah. And so I think that people just like the guy's a lightning rod and rightfully so. Like, I mean, I think, yeah. you know, um, I think it's there's a calculated risk. It's almost like it's very, you know, our former, you know, president um, type of thing where you, you know, you're going to get a reaction from the first part. Then you bring it back around to home at the end. But like, yeah, and you want the reaction. And that's his problem is that he, well, he hasn't he, bought he hasn't bought any goodwill from his prior behavior. And so everyone's right. yeah, assumption I mean, is, is that he's doing it for attention. Yeah, Everybody, everybody just immediately goes back to all the disrespectful things and the, Which, the, the thing that he did to Shannon Sharp, you know, basically making it like Shannon Sharp was a uh, eighth string tight end. On yeah. A, he's, a, on, he's a, yeah, he's a reap what you sow. Such a, you know, a and so, situation. you know, I, I get it, but yeah, but you I mean, can't I, jump on everybody for their yeah, reaction, you know, man. not to, uh, you know, not, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, interested in the, you know how this kid and you know i just looked it up and they say he's, he's still being reported in critical condition so i mean obviously i'm still interested in how he's doing and how he's progressing and you know news coming out of here but you know there is a you know like my i had texts with some some friends today and they're like what's you know what do you think is going to happen with you know like it's like the playoffs 
Yeah, like the playoff thing. It's like, okay, well, wait a minute. Do you, does this game just go down as a tie? Does it go down as a forfeit? Is it a no contest? And so, and then you have some teams that are playing 18, uh, 17 games. You have some team, these two teams that are playing 16 games. They're both high up in the conference. Um, you know, this isn't like, again, not it's to make weird. light of it, this isn't a rain out between the Royals and the uh, Seattle Mariners, Mariners yeah. that are, are the, yeah, this isn't a rain out between, you know, the, the Royals and, you know, some other garbage team to where, okay, we're going to make it. you play 162 games because, you know, you're both 27 games out of five. <laughs> you're both 27 games out of the division. So we're going to make you play on the last day. Like the, it's, it's not tough. that it's, you know, and so, the, I mean, there's some, there's some important decisions that need to be made. And this is a huge business that has a lot of attention and you know so i'm i mean i'm going to be interested to see what these decisions are and you know that the thing is is there's going to be outrage uh, you know on whatever decisions made if they don't play if they do make them play you know it's it is if, a it is a knowing you know, situation and, and like i i was kind no. of thinking about like okay do you do you just push everything back a week like do you just treat it like 911 and you just suspend and push everything back but man, the logistics that go into a Super Bowl. Yeah, like they plan those things out for years, you know. So I, I don't think know. You get, I think you get what I've heard is you get rid of the week, right? Because you have the two weeks before the Super Bowl, and you basically just now have a week before the Super Bowl, and you basically. But that ends up giving that ends up giving Buffalo and Cincinnati basically a, a buy. You know, in some ways, like an extra buy because does that make sense? Like, so is it one? Hey, of, so is your thought that everybody else plays week eighteen as it is, and then you push Buffalo and Cincinnati to the following week? Correct. And make them play it out. But the interesting thing is, is like, no, I'm you know, sorry, for, the opposite thing. Sorry, my bad. It, it gives the rest of the playoff teams a buy and makes Cincinnati and Buffalo uh, okay. play. In it, you know, at that last week, and that's one week before the playoffs start, which you know, or you push everybody else off this week, and that's play. what they've said they're not going to do that, though. I think they've yeah. already said that week 18 will not be affected, basically. Yeah, so, so like, yeah, a lot of decisions to be made, and you know, I mean, I, again, but who cares? You know, I mean, that that's you know, you again, yeah, it kind of goes is, back to hey, you know, it's kind of like what Booger said last night, you know, like hey, we'll we'll figure out the football part of it. You know, yeah, let's, they get, you know. they, they'll go, and, they'll figure out, they'll put their billion dollar heads together. Yeah. Well, and, and I don't think the bills do anything until you get updates on this, on DeMar Hamlin. I think that, like, that, I don't think they come out and play or, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, I think that's um, ultimately when the decision was made, when they yeah. realized that there would be zero idea about how th this guy was doing, you know, anytime soon to be able to then play. You know, because that's the key is that they needed everyone kind of needed some level of, you know, understanding that the guy was or just an update at all, you know, on what yeah. was not knowing is hard. Well, well, hopefully, uh, hopefully next week we can get back to our regularly scheduled program. Yeah, of course, yeah. You know, obviously just and love to him and his yeah, family. Nothing, uh, nothing but the best, um, you know, hope for a full and speedy recovery for uh, for DeMar Hamlin. So. All right, Matt. Well, next week maybe we're maybe we're back to our fart jokes and uh, our the really highbrow yeah. highbrow entertainment here. 
All right, man. Well, always good chatting with you. Happy New Year. Um, Same to you. Talk soon, bud. All right. See All you. Right.